everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I want to hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Welcome to another Ask the Tarot live here on Spotify Live. Hello, beautiful beings. Right back at yourself, Jasmine. I just saw you poke up there in the um, in the chat. Um, I'd like to introduce myself. We might have new people. My name is Michelle T. I've been reading tarot cards since I was 15, and I'm now a very old woman. And um, I am the host of the mystical podcast, Your Magic, on Spotify. And I wrote a book called Modern Tarot. So I'm really into tarot and I'm really into reading cards for you guys. Um, if you would like me to pick tarot cards for you, um, there's two ways to do it. Two ways to do it. One way is you can raise your hand right here and I'll pick on as many of you as I can. I'll call on you, okay? Um, if you want, if you feel a little shy, you don't really want to do that, you can um, write, type out your question and DM me on Instagram, okay? I'm on Instagram at Michelle. Tease, T-E-A-Z. That's my Instagram handle. So just DM me, send me, you know, whatever it is that's going on for you that you want to know about. And I will pick cards for you at a later date. Um, yes, I do want to welcome all the new people. It's really exciting um, to feel this room get bigger and more lively. It's really, really great. So um, oh, one more thing, if you're following me on Instagram, I have to say this every week because it's happening every week, but I have a bunch of scammers. These people who clone my Instagram account and then they follow you and then they pretend to be me, but they're like talking in a way I would never talk. And basically what they're trying to do is get you to Venmo them money for a tarot reading that you're never going to get. So let me just tell you here, I will never um, solicit a tarot reading from you. I'll never do that. And actually no reputable tarot reader will ever do that. So if you ever open your DMs and there's some person, you know, and it seems too good to be true. And they're thinking of the, they're saying that the spirit is talking, you know, to them about you. It's fake. Just report those people. Oh, Danielle, I see it happened to you this week. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm also not surprised. Tell your friends, people are sadly getting super scammed. All right, let's do this thing. Um, I am going to start with a question. I get a bunch of love questions, which I have a lot of, you know, I get a lot of love for the love question because I love love. So here we go. Here's the first one. Can I ask about my long distance relationship? My fiance lives in the UK and I live in Canada. We are getting married in August, but it will take a year before he can move over because of the visa process. Just hoping to get a vibe. Is this a good decision for us? How can we make it through another year apart in a positive way? Thank you. Oh, wait a second though. I thought, I thought the whole point of, you know, marrying someone from another country is that you guys can be together like ASAP. Um, I guess I don't really know anything about it, having never done that. And it's also two countries that I don't live in, the UK and Canada. But that sounds shitty. Um, okay, well, I picked some cards, right? I picked, you know, the querent. A person who's asking the tarot a question is the querent. 
the querent wanted to know is if it's a good decision. And honestly, it looks like it is a good decision, um, which I'm happy to see because honestly, you guys, I see long distance relationship, getting married. And I just think like 90 day fiance. I'm like, do you guys even know each other? Have you like, you know, I don't know the whole story. I rarely get enough information for my liking in these questions. So feel free to give me all the info, you guys. But, um, but yeah, I'm like, you know, is this, I don't know. Do you guys even know each other? Is this like moving a little fast? But in fact, the cards for getting married, the very first card is the high priestess, which is such a beautiful, strong card about trusting your intuition. And um, it's very deep. It's very, it's very intuitive. And it's a yes card. I love it. And then you got two court cards. And so I'm sort of, I'm enjoying thinking that these two court cards I'm seeing are the querent and her fiance. Okay. So the first one is the Knight of Wands. And, you know, if he is a person, he's just like a ready-to-go kind of Sagittarian adventurer, right? The Knight of Wands as an energy, it's very much like, let's do this. Let's jump into it. Let's just go. Maybe it's a little rash, but, you know, under under the uh, umbrella of the High Priestess, I feel like it's okay. You can trust your intuition and make a bold move. And then the final card is the Queen of Cups, which, you know, is so beautiful for a wedding card. Don't you think, you guys? Especially I'm reading right now with the uh, Dame Darcy Mermaid deck. So this is a very present Queen of Cups. You can see her face. She's looking right into your eyes. Um, she's got fairy wings and a mermaid tail. Why not? So, you know, I think, the, and then I think maybe this is you, you know, maybe this is the querent, like, getting ready to get married. But, you know, it does bode well for a marriage reading. So I really like this. And I feel like the Knight of Wands and the Queen of Cups are getting married by like the High Priestess. The High Priestess is your officiant. What could be better? Now, as far as, you know, that great, very wise question, how can we make it through another year apart? Um, you got some real helpful cards, I think. Oh my God, Jasmine, I see all your little mermaids there. It's so cute. The very first card you got is the Three of Cups, which I love in this deck because it's like these three mermaids just like partying together. The Three of Cups is a card of emotional abundance and it's really a celebration card. You guys got to celebrate each other. You got to lift each other up, enjoy each other, you know? And if that just means you're enjoying like the sound of each other's voices on a phone call or, you know, doing dumb, goofy things for each other on a Zoom I mean, that's not ideal for romance. I get it. But just doing whatever you can to always lift the moment, right? Elevate the moment so that it really, um, so that you're you're able to show each other love the way you would be able to, you know, in a casual way if you were in the same place by like giving each other a hug and a kiss and whatnot. Your second card, speaking of being in the same place, your second card you got is the Three of Wands. Now in this deck, especially, there's this guy He's standing on a cliff and he's looking out into the sea where there's a lot of ships. You guys got to be together. You guys have to spend time together. You've got to be in each other's country. Your love needs to come to Canada. You need to go to the UK. Or maybe you guys both just like need to go to Italy together. I don't know, but you need to spend actual time together. In fact, the more I think of it, I think it would actually be really sweet for you guys to meet in a third area, right? What's, what's the midpoint between <laughs> your part of Canada and the UK. That would be interesting. And here's your, your last card for this. It's the Seven of Pentacles, which is so cute in this one. It's a mermaid who's like harvesting, you know, gold from, you know, a, a seabed. Um, and this the Seven of Pentacles is really about a pause, okay? It's like things aren't moving as fast as you'd like. 
And you can do two things with that. You can let, oh, Iceland is magical, we hear from Danielle. Maybe you guys want to meet up in, in Iceland. I love that idea. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, the seven of pentacles, you know, it, it, during this pause, it can go either way. It can end up being like, oh God, nothing's happening. This makes me feel anxious. And it can become a sort of void that gets, gets filled with doom and gloom. Or you can just take the moment to appreciate your life, you know, like soon enough, you guys will be married and you will never have any alone time. <laughs> That's not true. But you know what I mean? You won't have as much alone time. Like really enjoy the life that you have right now and really enjoy what you guys are building together, even though you're doing it in this, you know, not quite ideal way. Ugh, borders, borders and countries, such a bummer. Um, but, you know, good luck to you. It does look like the wedding is cool. Um, I'll, you know, officiate if you need me to just let me know. Okay. All right, cool. Now let's see who has their hand up here in the room. Bailey, I'm calling on you. How are you? And how can the tarot help tonight? It looks like you are muted. Hello. Hi. This is so crazy. Hold on. Okay. Hi. Oh my gosh. That's wild. Hello. Okay. Hello. Do you have a question for the tarot? I do. I have two, actually, if that's okay. Okay. I think that'll be fine. What are they? Okay. So for the past, like, year almost, I've been debating between, like, two career paths, right? And so the first one, I've been doing, like, musical theater since I was, like, eight years old, and it's a passion of mine. But, like, yeah, I know. I did like Godspell and like Annie. It was it was a time. Oh, yeah, I thought you did. Annie, I what did a dream. Annie. Yeah, I was. Pe- what was was that? Is her name Pepper? I was. I was somebody. I was some brat. I don't know. <laughs> but um, so yeah, musical theater is a passion of mine. I really enjoy like being on stage and like stuff like that. I kind of want to explore that. But um, for the past year, I've been getting into the metaphysical world, and I realized I've had a really strong intuition. And, like, I've uh-huh. pulled tarot on this before and everything, but I kind of low-key want to, like, learn more about the metaphysical world and, like, the different aspects and maybe open a metaphysical shop. But I am currently a sophomore. I'm going to be a junior um, at Clark Atlanta next year. And I kind of just I kind of just don't know, like, which one to start off with, you know? Like, getting, like, coming out of college, if that makes sense. So like, yeah, it does make, could, could you give me like a vibe check for each option? Absolutely. It's one of my favorite things to do with tarot. Um, so let's see. And I got to say, it's really, um, the, the message is very strong. It's really decisive. It looks like musical theater is, is like your calling. It's a really big deal for you, Bailey. You got gorgeous cards for it. I'm sorry if that feels like, disappointing because you're like whatever I've been doing it since I was eight I need a break (laughs) um your first card that you have is the lust card so I'm reading with the top deck oh wow and there's you know there's a different there's some different cards where the rider wait and all those cards um those decks have a strength card the top deck um instead made it lust or more like instead of trying to control our, our our animal passion like exult in it let it fuel you let it be beautiful and let it be uh, a way for you to passionately embrace life so the lust card is leo it's the sign of leo which if there is a zodiac sign that rules musical theater it's definitely leo it's a yeah right it's performative it's joyful it's sexy it's creative it's artful it's playful um 
And this is a beautiful card. And then your next card is the star. I mean, right? Like (laughs) it's your North star. It's like what you, it's like what you're vibing on, you know, it's, it's like, you're actually sending, you know, you think about the star, you know, it's the Aquarius card and it's, you know, out there in outer space, gathering cosmic consciousness and pouring it down onto the earth. So it's this really beautiful way of thinking about like with through your talent of performance, you're able to kind of conjure all this energy and sort of give it to an audience that needs it, right? Because we just need theater as humans. We need art, we need theater. And so um, it's more than just play for you. Um, The lust card shows that it's very serious play, but it's also, there's something almost spiritual about it. It's really gorgeous. And then your final card is a minor arcana, and it's the nine of discs, which is called gain in the tarot, in the top tarot. It's Venus and Virgo, and it just means that, like, there's things coming to you from this, opportunities, resources. It's a very positive earth card. So, you know, yeah, resources, opportunities, money, um, those earthly things that, frankly, we want our job to bring us, this could bring that for you. So damn, that looks really good. Oh wow, that's intense. It is intense. Oh my! But um, you know, I want to say before I get into the um the esoteric store idea, you know, this is not a reading on like, you know, do you have like uh mystical powers? This is not about like you have psychic ability. You know, you have intuitive gifts. Like you have them. It's not about that. It's more like. Should you monitor sue it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that your path? It doesn't look like it is right now. And again, tarot is always like right now. So the first card you have for that path is the eight of swords. It's called interference. So, you know, who knows what the interference is? A lot of times when that comes up, it's just one of those things where shit just isn't going well. There's too many obstacles, like too many things that, you know, get in your way. And then the next card is the five of cups disappointment. So, you know, wow. yeah, yeah, you know, we don't want that. I mean, the final card is the queen of discs. She's a Capricorn and she is all good always. I mean, she figures it out and she perseveres. Um, and, you know, but I don't, I just, even though she's at the end and she's so great, I don't like this for a work reading, you know, I want yeah. you. And especially like those cards have to compete with the lust card and the star and gain. And yeah. You're failing, yeah. Most deaf. That's crazy. Yeah. I would say as far as like the Eight of Swords card, it does speak to me because I definitely recently changed my major to business at, from like theater to business administration. No way. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely oh, wow. did. So I could see how that would interfere with the previous three cards, you know, like with theater. That's intriguing. Yeah. Um, it looks like that business, um, whatever it is that you're learning though, is not interfering with your your musical theater somehow is that true it looks like because i just picked three cards really quickly of like okay well what gosh what does this look like that there's this business major and the first two cards that came up was the lust card again and the nine discs again so it seems like there's some sort of interesting relationship between your interest in business and your business and your um experience and your talent at, at musical theater and then the final card on that is the ace, is the which what? is the ace of cups. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. Just to me that there's some way that this business interest that you have is going to feed your musical theater interest. Mm-hmm. 
you want to know what's crazy? (laughs) As far as like business and theater, I was thinking instead of like being an actress, like starting a theater production house. Oh, that was like my third option. Oh my God. That really, well, that would really be emerging of your business skills and your musical theater skills. Um, and also it really resonates with that star card because the star wants to help other people. And I mean, you are doing that as a performer. Um, but there's something a little bit more, let's see here. Hmm. I feel like I might be like over, I'm getting a sense that I'm overpicking, <laughs> you know, sometimes you know what I'm talking about. So um, just a little last bit of that. It does look like it's something that could happen for you down the road. Um, the three cards that came up for the school is the hermit card and it's a Virgo card. And you did get that great, you know, nine of discs is also a Virgo card. So there's something here with that. Um, you know, the hermit is about like going off and really getting a strong sense of, you know, who you are and what you want to be. And then you get this four of wands, which is called completion. And that's about like setting something up like, okay, I figured out something. I'm going to set something up. But then you get the seven of discs. And in the top deck, the seven of discs is an anxious card. So I don't really like it for business. Um, So, you know, something I think I do think that we and by we, I'm using the royal we. I do think I picked a little too many cards. I don't want you to get distracted. I think that, um, you know, what we, the takeaway from this is that maybe starting an occult shop is not the way to go right now, but keeping your mind really open as to how you might be able to merge your interest in business and your interest in talent of musical theater. That is the key. Um, Maybe it will be a school at some point, maybe it'll be something else sooner than that. But I think that's it. Does that make sense to you? you can it does. I wish to be quiet. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad that it makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, we wish you all the luck and, you know, come back and sing It's a Hard Knock Life for us anytime. <laughs> I'm dead. Can I, <laughs> can I ask my second question? Or is, oh, there no, is there no time? It's fine if there's no time. The first one was like my main question. Okay, why don't you come back next week and I'll pull for you next week, okay? So we can spread it out. (laughs) Okay, bet. Got you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Have a great night. You too. Gosh, is it offensive to say to a musical theater person to suggest that they might sing a song uh, from Annie for you? I mean, I just love Annie. I wanted to do musical theater so bad when I was little. When I hear about people who made that happen for themselves. All right, so here's one that came in. Here's another one. Um another love one and I have some interesting things to say about this and I'm very curious about um, what you guys would say too so I had a question if love was coming my way soon been single for years losing hope completely I saw this numerology lady a few months ago who said this spring I'd be finding somebody but I'm so skeptical when it comes to numerology tarot has often told me relationships was coming but it's been five years I'm single. It feels lonely. So I'm really wondering if I should hold on tight because the person is coming. So, you know, I did, I did pick cards on this. I don't know what to say about numerology, you guys. I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. Um, so I really can't speak to anything that the numerologist has said, but it just made me think about the way that we think about um, relationships sometimes. I think especially as like femme people, you know, whether you're raised female or you're a femme lady person that, you know, has those sort of feminine vibes. Um, And I'm getting that vibe from this querent, and I'm sorry if I'm misreading it, but it feels like 
there's this idea that like there's the one that's out there and we're like waiting for the one and we could miss the one and then you know our life is sad and it feels like very like we've all watched too many disney movies you know what i mean like where's the prince uh, i'm sure i'm not the first person to talk about this but um i just feel like that a lot sometimes when i get love questions um and and maybe i'll just share my philosophy about love i feel like we all have lots of soulmates out there i think that ideally there's lots of different people that we can connect with in different ways that um, illuminate different parts of our very complex personalities. And so, you know, I think that there's um, a lot of a lot of, of, of ways to find love. And I, I think that we have love abundance and not love scarcity. Like there's that one person and you're never going to find them. Think how many million are people are in the world. You know what I mean? Or billion as it may be. I remember once Um, I broke up with somebody and it made me really sad to have to do it. And I was um, at a beach when I did it and I went snorkeling right after. And I thought, wow, there's a lot of fish in the sea. (laughs) I like literally thought that. And I was like, wow, there is legit a lot of fish in the sea. There's a lot of humans on the planet and we all want love. Let's go find each other. Okay, Um, let me see what we got here. So what I picked for first was just like, What's the energy for for our querent um, who is feeling lonely and sad? Like what's going on in their love sphere? And I'm using the Cosmo deck that's designed by Sarah Potter right here. The very first one I got is the Eight of Pentacles. And it's interesting. That's kind of a work card, right? It's a card about getting to work. And it's, it can be a little bit of a dull card. Sometimes, sometimes the type of work it's talking about is more drudgery than creative, but it made me think like, oh, right off the bat, do you need to work on the way you're thinking about love? You know, do you need to actually do a little bit of work or is it something about getting out there and like actually like working towards love? Um, you know, also the element of the drudgery also made me think, you know, maybe you're a little tired of the way you're holding love. Like maybe you need to refresh your whole attitude about it. And the next card that came up was very beautiful. It's the Empress. The Empress is love and she wants us all to have love, right? So, um, you know, to me, that feels like you are really ready for love. I'm seeing the Empress as sort of the burning heart in the center of your body that's like, love, please. But unfortunately, we're in these like social, I mean, constructs, right? And we get to figure out our way, you know, out of our heads and and into the streets where we can find each other. The last card is the Page of Swords, which is very interesting. And I really feel like it is representing the Quarant. So the page is, um, you know, all the pages in the tarot are just starting out. They're almost like they're, they're young and they're just learning. They're students, they're interns. They're just trying to get a grip of the element that they're in, right? And being in the element of swords means it's air, And that's like just, it's mental. So it's sort of like, you need to kind of like think a little differently about love is the way that I'm I'm getting this. There's some work that needs to happen um, to augment your total readiness to get out there. Now, I was also feeling like maybe your, um, your tactic right now feels a little passive, like you're just waiting for love to come. So I picked some cards, like what would it look like if you just keep waiting for love to show up. Um, and the three cards I got on that, the first is the six of swords. So, you know, there, I think that there's something about 
Um, I mean, the Six of Swords is great. It's about like moving away from a bad situation into something better. So I think that there's something about your openness and your longing that feels really active to you. You're like, well, I'm wanting it. Why aren't I just magnetizing it to me? And it is better than nothing, you know, the way you're thinking about it um, and keeping it sort of in the forefront of your mind. But then the next card is the Queen of Swords. And she, you know, there, there's a there's a tradition of seeing the Queen of Swords as a widow, right? So she's somebody who's been hurt by love and does not have love. Okay, so I'm like, ooh, okay, the story the story gets a little deeper. And then the final card is the Eight of Swords, which in the Rider Waite is that person who's got like a bandaged head and is held back by a, a fence of swords. So I, I'm seeing that like, I'm getting that maybe there's a little bit of fear about like really going after it, really getting out there and running it down. Um, and so I wanted to look at, what if you challenged that? Okay, is that what needs, is that where the work needs to happen? Do you need to be more active? And the very first card I got is the Hierophant. Um, it's an earth card. It's Taurus. Taurus loves love. And the Hierophant is also, you know, a, a wise leader. So, you know, is there anyone around you that you can talk to? I feel like you need to start a project of interviewing everyone you know. What do they think about love? What are their philosophies or beliefs about soulmates? Um, can they hook you up with somebody? <laughs> you know, the Hierophant also sometimes represents um, a teacher or a therapist. So, you know, just looking at all those swords cards, you know, if you are someone who has been very hurt by love in the past and you think that this might be holding you back somehow, I really say, why not check out some therapy, see if it helps. It really, really might. Um, you then got the five of pentacles and the four of pentacles. And again, this is for what happens if you're more active in seeking love, whatever that means for you, going on an app hitting on people, you know, at a club. I don't know. But the five of pentacles is wary. And the four of pentacles, you know, traditionally, that's a person who is also kind of um, scared to let go. And again, I'm just seeing in this reading that there's a lot of fear and a lot of like um, wanting to kind of like clutch yourself and, and, and kind of keep yourself away from love, even as you do have the empress in your heart. So my friend... You've got to sort out what it is that you're afraid of. Make a fears list. Do some moon work, the full moon, the new moon. Make wishes. Burn your fears, um, but only burn them in the sink or something, okay? Don't burn your house down. We don't want that. But I really I really believe that, um, that there is love for you, and you do want love, and you are love. But there's a lot of resistance that I think you're not totally checked into, and that's what you need to sort out, Okay. All right, you guys, welcome here. For those who kind of came in a little bit later, you're listening to Ask the Tarot Live. I do live tarot readings. Raise your hand in the room or send me a DM on Instagram at Michelle Tease. Um, I do this every single Thursday. Um, I'm here on Spotify Live, six o'clock on the West Coast, nine o'clock on the East Coast. And if you like this room and you're like, oh God, I wish I could listen to it every day, you almost can. Just uh, you can listen to our back episodes. They're all on Spotify. Just search for Your Magic. That's my podcast. And you'll find back episodes of Ask the Tarot Live on that feed. So, um, so yeah, please do that. And if you're listening on Spotify and you want to be a part of this amazing room, uh, you can't hear it, but we also have the best like chat in the whole world. So if you want to get in here and talk to these amazing people, just click over to Spotify Live and you can do it. Um, is that all the things I have to tell you? Follow me and I'll tell you, I'll notify you when when this room goes live and follow your magic and follow Ask the Tarot. And that's how you'll you know always get a little alert 
when things are going on. Okay. Let me, oh, and don't forget about the discord. Yes. Oh my God. There's too much to announce. I only have an hour. Um, I started a, a your magic community over at discord so that everybody in this chat, you can all talk to each other more than just for an hour a week. If you guys want to be friends and want to like cast spells together and help each other, you know, find love and find jobs or whatever. I feel like there's a lot of magic in this chart, um, in this chat. And I wanted you guys to have a place to, um, to keep stoking the fires outside. So, so go to discord and keep hanging out. Okay. There we did it. Um, mayor, let's see. Are you around? And is, are you Mary or Marae or mayor? There we go. Hi. Oh, it's a nickname. I go by mayor. Mayor. Okay. Welcome to ask the tarot. How can I help you? Oh my gosh. This is so exciting. Um, yeah, uh, I have, it's, it's kind of a two parter question. Um, I, try and keep it brief, but basically, um, I'm going through such a really amazing time in my life right now. I've kind of like transformed a lot of really good things. But one of the areas I'm confused about is I'm not sure where I should be moving to. Um, I got this new job that I adore. I love it. But right now my commute is terrible. Um, you'll appreciate this. It's actually in Massachusetts and I'm in Rhode Island. So... Yeah, um, but oh, right the commute's really long. But if I go closer, there's a lot more things going on. It seems like that would be so much easier, but it's so much more expensive. But if I stay here, I have to move to more northern Rhode Island. And I can tell you there's literally nothing happening. <laughs> no offense to any other northern Rhode Islanders, but it's just it's like the boonies. So I don't feel like even though it's more affordable, there's really not a lot going on. And so I feel kind of torn. And the second part of that is um, I I am looking to hopefully meet my person eventually. I'm The last reading you did really resonated with me where it just, I, it just hasn't been good at all. Um, trigger warning, I'm an assault survivor. And that was... I just, I don't even know if that's in the cards for me anymore because it's just, I've been trying and it's just, yeah. So, and like, that's the thing from there, I've actually still been able to build this amazing life, but maybe that part isn't meant for me. And so if it is, would one of these areas be better for me? Sorry. No, it's okay. We're all here for each other and life is rough and we're all survivors of all kinds of different things. And it's totally okay that you shared that. And thank you for sharing it. And I just have to say like, no matter what shitty dumb thing happens to us, like we all get to have love, like nothing, nothing that we survive has to strip love away from our lives. I believe that with my whole heart doesn't mean we won't go through dry spells. Everybody does. <laughs> I'm sure those dry spells can be a lot scarier you know, when they have those sort of issues around it, but you know, it doesn't mean that like, no, that's, I don't there's believe- other love. Like I have like such a amazing family and awesome friends and my coworkers are so supportive, but it's just that one area. And so if that's not meant for me, I can learn to live with that, but just. Oh God, listen to you. I got you, Kun. you're all strong. You're being all strong about it, but I don't think you need to. Let's look and see what what is here for you? Um, okay. Pulling these, flipping these cards over. All right. 
So (laughs) there is, okay, so moving to Massachusetts, everything you spoke about, it's really funny. It's like the first card that comes up is the nine of swords. So just to be clear, this is the, this is the move that feels like more exciting, but also like more expensive and a little scarier. Is that right? Uh, Moving to mass. Yeah. Would be definitely more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to let you know that your centerpiece card for this reading is the wealth card. So whatever it means financially, you can handle that. You're not going to be poor in Massachusetts. Um, (laughs) No, you should celebrate that. Um, The first card that came up again is that nine of swords and it is the cruelty card. And so that's really interesting that that came up. It's Mars and Gemini. Um, Sometimes it's about overthinking and overthink. I don't know if you tend to overthink yourself into an anxious place, if that resonates. No, no, I absolutely do. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know, I would maybe um, make like a fears. I love making fears list. I'm a big list maker anyway, but maybe make a fears list of like, what about it scares you? The thought of moving to Massachusetts, even beyond finances. Um, You know, what, what, what does that mean for you? Because it looks like there's something there. Is it just that it's a bigger move and it just feels like, I don't know. Um, Have you, have you lived in Massachusetts before? I have. I've moved all over the place. And that's why I'm being more conscientious of what, where I'm going to next, just because I'm so tired of moving. Yeah. I mean, it, that could be part of the, the, the swords sort of torturing yourself a little bit around it. Um, because the, because it was the first card out and then your second two cards are awesome. I don't, I'm not taking that nine of swords as like a, a no, I'm just saying that there's something mentally for you to have to deal with, to move towards that. But the 10 of of, of discs is there to be very clear. Like you don't need to worry about it being too expensive. You're going to be able to manage it. Um, and then your final card here is the emperor. And now I am keeping more of an eye out for, um, you know, ideas of romance, because since you did throw that in kind of at the end that you're also, you know, wondering where would it be easier for you to meet, you know, your person or one of your many people. Um, and can I ask you, do you, do you date men or masculine people? I do. I am tragically heterosexual. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry, but it's no, okay. I know. <laughs> if you could choose your sexuality, this would show. Like you can't choose who you're attracted oh, yeah. to. You can't. You can't. Um, well, listen. The emperor, you know, for often can represent like you know a love interest for somebody who is searching for like a masculine love interest. So that looks really good. It being a major arcana, it's also a huge yes. And it's Aries. And it's so about like, I think that you're going to be able to, you know, move into, you know, whatever this area of Massachusetts you're considering and really just sort of like take charge of your life on a new level. I mean, the emperor is a great card and it's really about being a leader. So I don't know if this means that there's some way that this will play into your work, that you're going to actually be able to succeed more at work living in Massachusetts. Um, But you're definitely going to be feeling like the king of your life for sure. And I do think that there's romance wrapped up in that. Now, you know, first, first for going into the boonies of, of um, Rhode Island, the cards don't look that great. Um, you know, the first one is the Prince of Cups, and he is just sort of not satisfied. He's like, he wants more, but he doesn't know what to do, and he's a little trapped. So, my God, if that's not a metaphor for being in the boonies, I don't know what is. The next card that comes up after him is the Ten of Cups. And that's a sort of, um, uh, it's it's a card about being bored, honestly. I know in other decks, the Ten of Cups is very festive and celebratory. But in the top deck, it's about like, well, here I am. I've reached the end of the line. 
Is that all there is? It's not a great card. And again, because this is a place that you're a little worried about, um, uh, you know, feeling feeling bored and you're getting these kind of bored cards. Um, however, your final card is the Ace of Cups. So that's kind of great because after the Ten of Cups comes the Ace of Cups. And honestly, the Ace of Cups is what the Ten of Cups is hungry for. So can you turn that beat around? Yeah. I mean, look at you. You're like such a vibrant person. Um, you're not going to sit there and mope. You're definitely going to shake it off. You're going to get out there. And I think you're going to date you know, either place you live, you are going to date, you are going to put yourself out there. The Ace of Cups, you know, does have a romantic tinge to it. But I got to say, I like the other move better. I really do. I like the other move better. Um, In spite of that Nine of Swords, because I really think, you know, the Swords cards are so often an inside job, right? That's us sort of like working against ourselves like we like to in our brains. Um, You know, when you got a little choked up talking about, um, you know, the your particular struggle around romance. I picked some cards for you just to be like, what does that look like? You know, oh, what is- thank you. <laughs> of course, of course. So there is, there is a little story here, you know, and I, can I ask you what your astrological sign is? Uh, you know, getting all emotional. Clearly I'm a cancer. Um- <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, well, the moon's in your sign tonight, I think. So you're probably even a little more so. Um, but, okay, so this is very interesting. The very first card you have is the hanged man, okay? So you are, it makes sense that you're experiencing somewhat of a dry spell or feeling like you're not getting what you want right now because when the hanged man comes up, we're in a weird limbo. We're in a purgatory. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because, you know, the, the hanged man traditionally, we talk about it as a limbo that we've put ourselves in, right? Because we think that we're going to get something better up on the other side. We think it's going to be good for us. Now it feels a little victim blamey to be like, you've done this to yourself, but I wonder if there's not an aspect um, of it that resonates where like perhaps at one point when you sort of wanted to pull back from relationships and from the relationship world, because you're just like, that's too overwhelming for me right now. Like I don't, I need to kind of incubate. I need to take care of myself. Um, And what's happened is that maybe that energy has stuck around a little too long. Does that feel like I'm on the right track at all? Oh, definitely. All right. So that's your first card. I'm going to pop over to your third card because I feel like they're in, they're talking to each other a little bit. Your third card is the seven of cups and that's called debauch in this card. And you know, the, the short explanation for this card, I feel like is coping, emotional coping mechanisms gone awry. They're just, there are things that we do that we think are going to make us feel better, make us feel safe, make us feel, you know, however we want to feel. But in fact, they just exacerbate the problem. Maybe at one point they really worked and they just, you know, their time ran out and we just kept doing it. So, you know, to me, it has a little bit of a relationship with the hanged man because I'm like, oh, you know, if this was at some point a great coping skill of you to kind of pull back and put up some sort of energetic, like, you know, do not enter signs, um, you know, you, it just might have run its course, but the signs need to come down. No one's taking the signs down. Your middle card for this though, is the queen of discs. And I love that because she has everything she wants. I mean, she is the epitome of just, you know, being this like femme persona who is safe. She's in charge. She has everything she wants. Her life is fertile. She's got her pet goat by her side. She's got her work. She's got like everything. And I know you're talking already about like, you know, every other part of your life is just total queen of discs material. Like you've got awesome friends and family, a great job. Like you're, you've manifested a lot, but you know, I feel like 
that same awesome energy can help you start like tiptoeing out of your comfort zone a little bit and just trusting that, you know, the same way you manifested and, and took care of yourself around these other areas of life, you can do that in relationship too. And the same way you're supported, you know, in all these areas of life by these great people, they can support you in, in your relationship, you know, um, activities as well, like just to be your cheerleaders or, you know, reality checkers or, you know, the things that we need when, when we're pushing our comfort zones in relationships. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. <sighs> yeah, I, I think, I think uh, my takeaway from these cards are Massachusetts is way more fun for you and you're going to have money. Don't worry about it. Um, make a fears list, burn it <laughs> and go there and like be the emperor and find your emperor and, you know, try to try to start moving out of this hanged man um, situation um, and allow like your your bedrock to be like, I can handle anything like nothing's going to break me. And I, I do not have to be afraid. That's my takeaway from the queen of discs for you. Thank you. That's amazing. And um, I hope it's okay just to say really quick, if there's any other survivors out there, I just want you to know, like, there's so many better things coming. Please don't ever give up on yourself because I, I was there. I know that feeling. Sorry. I just don't want anyone else to ever feel, you know, disheartened and want to give up because things will get better. They will. And I hope you hear what you're saying too, because it applies to you as well. You're totally making me cry. This this is such an amazing room. Thank you for everything you just said. Um, so many of us have survived various things, you know, and are survivors of, of assault and abuse. And so this is a huge and sweet thing to put out into into the room. Thank you so much for and it. And thank you, Room, for being so sweet too. And you, Michelle, of course. <laughs> God. Oh, well, people like you make it worthwhile. You're a treasure. Thank you so much. Oh my God, you guys, Mayor. Oh, this is a lovely, lovely room. And I am just so grateful to get to chill here every week with you guys. It's, it's really, really, it's very special to me. Oh, okay. Um, let me see what I have here next. Okay. I have another reading that came in about love. Um, and here we go. Oh, first, there's a little thing. It says, I'm just learning to read tarot, having a blast, but curious how you do these readings. Are they typically three-card spreads, something you make up? If so, any advice on making your own spreads or just interpreting the relationship between the cards you pull? I do make them up. You know, I'm like, ah, show me, you know, show me what's going on here. And, and I just sort of listen to the stories that they tell. So, you know, have fun, experiment. The better you know the cards, the better, you know, you can make those connections and see how they they um, relate to each other and see how they connect in a story. You know, I kind of I kind of see it that way. OK, so that was a little question and I like to answer tarot questions. But here's the issue. I'm feeling so distant from my college friends and actually just bailed on our reunion because their toxic behavior has just been too much for me. Good for you. Uh, but a medium actually told me that my grandmother was telling me I had to go on this trip because then I'd finally meet my soulmate. I don't think it's worth doing a trip with people I'm no longer comfortable around. And I'm still so confused what happened there too. All got married and suddenly I'm everyone's punching bag. But that got me thinking, am I just continually messing up chances to meet my soulmate? I've been incredibly unlucky in love, yet I absolutely love everything else in my life. And with so much coming together, I want to share it with someone. 
but I just feel so burned out and almost blocked with dating right now. Am I ever going to find my person? Any advice for the for the tarot from the tarot for those of us so burnt out from dating apps in the pandemic that you want to throw your phone out the window if you see another guy holding a fish? Oh my God, I love that. As somebody who was at one point in my life and in the pandemic, you know, on the apps looking at men, why are there so many goddamn men holding fish? Does anybody care? They're looking for that one woman who's like. I just want a big man who knows how to catch a big fish. I mean, there's a lid for every pot. Am I right? But I am feeling your pain. That is very hilarious. Also, I think it'd be really funny to be a man holding a fish on Tinder for Halloween. Just putting it out there. Okay, so I picked cards for this friend. Am I ever going to find my person? You know, I don't know what to do with you. You know, you guys, you know how I feel about that, right? You know, like, um, you know, am I ever going to find my person? Am I ruining it? My soulmate, blah, you know. Lots of soulmates, lots of opportunities, lots of beautiful people out there to bring different things from you. Um, so what I did was I picked three cards from the Mythic Tarot, which is this great like Greco-Roman mythology deck that I love. And um, I asked, you know, what is your what does your love sphere look like right now? You know, and not surprising to you or to anyone who just heard your question, the very first card you got is the Tower. Okay, okay. Your love sphere is in a bit of shambles right now. Um, you've just had it. I see that this is true for you. Um, now, this is one of those, you know, wonderful times the, tar- the tower comes up. I always think about the time somebody here, you know, jumped in the chat and said, sometimes the tower, you know, is about a breakthrough. It's about, you know, a beautiful revel- revelation, a revolution. And I think this is one of those times for you. I think that it, it might be like, you can't figure out a whole new way until everything kind of crumbles, until you kind of hit bottom. So you're at some sort of bottom with relationships right now um, or the concept of romance. The next two cards are swords cards. My God, we're getting so many swords. Everyone's in their heads, okay? The knight of swords, first of all, and then the king of swords. So, you know, I don't know. This might, rec- this might um, represent people, um, who, you know, helped that tower along, you know, some interactions with people that kind of got in your head and stuck in your head and and made it all feel kind of yucky. Or it could just be your own mental processes. You know, the Knight of Swords is trying to figure it out, like really wants to figure it out. And you are really trying to figure out romance in this way, how to get around the tower, how to pull yourself out of it. And then there's the King of Swords and he's maybe a little bit more accepting of it, you know, for better or worse, he's maybe just trying to, you know, the Knight of Swords is trying to write a story of how to get past it and get over. The King of Swords is kind of trying to write a story about how to just accept it. Neither one of these things is working for you because the tower is a temporary place. You know, you don't need to stay there. Um, it does want you, of course, to let go of, of some of the ways you were pursuing romance, thinking about romance, um, thinking about yourself, you know, as a romantic person, um, I think it's so easy for so many different reasons for all of us to write a story about ourselves that, you know, love happens to other people, but not me. And that's okay. But, you know, it doesn't, it's, it really doesn't need to be that way for any of us. So, you know, I picked some other cards, just like you said, are there any, or what you asked, any advice, you know, for those of us so burned out? And so I did, I was like, what can, what needs to happen here, you know, to move past the tower? what needs to happen. And the first thing that came up is the Ace of Cups. I love this so much. I mean, 
you know, the, the, the two swords cards that follow the tower, the landscapes are barren, rocky, cold, and cloudy, right? Like, oh, it just, it looks so bad. But here's the Ace of Cups. It's literally Aphrodite. It's Venus. It's the goddess of love rising from the foam, holding a big, juicy cup of love, right? So you can't think your way out of this. It's really about feeling, right? So how can you how can you replenish your heart, you know? And it might not be about, I mean, what are things that stimulate your heart and make you feel like an ooey gooey, you know, heart having person? Do you need to go to art museums? Do you need to listen to a bunch of, you know, music that makes you feel kind of gushy? Do you need to wine and dine yourself and give yourselves baths and, you know, cast a love spell upon yourself? Maybe that's what you need to do. The next card that came up is temperance. The temperance card in this deck is really beautiful. It's um, it's this um, Greco-Roman goddess, Iris. She's the goddess of the rainbow. And she was the person who was the messenger of the gods. She ran, you know, she kind of like traveled the rainbow to, to give, me- to deliver messages. So it's about communication. Um, and it's, but really, you know, the temperance card is about moderation. That's how I see it. It's really about like walking that middle path. So you know, it seems like maybe you went really hard on the apps and you got burnt out. I mean, during the pandemic, there were no other ways to meet anybody. So of course you went hard on the apps. So it's okay to lighten up and, you know, the world is opening up. I think it's safe to say that at this point, you can get out there and, you know, sure, look at the apps sometimes, but you can tell if you're you, like, do you, are you a little addicted to them? You know, do you kind of like lose an hour, you know, scrolling and that kind of stuff? You don't want to do that, okay? You really want to have it under control. You want to get out into the world. I mean, I'm looking at this card and it's just this beautiful angel with like a big rainbow buzzing around her. It's lovely. That's where you want to be. Um, your final card is another ace, the ace of pentacles. And this one is, I believe it's like Poseidon or Neptune. So it's this hunky merman with a big beard. And he's like, you know, hauling a big golden disc out of this gorgeous, you know, lake that's trimmed with, you know, ringed with grapes. I mean, the the landscape and the colors of these cards are so different than the colors of your um, your romantic sphere right now, which are all really dark blues, grays, black, you know, these other, you know, where you need to be is bright, bright blue, sky blue, ocean blue, you know, glacier lake blue, gold and rainbow. Um, the Ace of Pentacles is all about a new opportunity. So you got to just make yourself a new opportunity out there in the real world. You know, the I, I really believe that our cell phones and all of our apps, they belong to the realm of swords, right? It's electricity, it's technology, it's our mind, it's mental, okay? So, you know, we want to get, we've got to get away from the swords and out into the real world where you can remind yourself that, you know, we live on a planet that where things just grow. We don't have to like ask them to grow. We don't have to make a big deal about them growing. We live in a fertile, you know, fecund, did I say that word right? Such a kind of creepy word. I won't use it again. We live in a world where things just grow and so does love. People want to be near each other. Get out, get around the people, chill out on the apps, you have to reset your heart. Okay. I hope that that is something that makes sense for you. Oh boy. Okay. I'm going to see who is got their hand up that I can help out here. Joshua, I'm going to try you again. You get a, you get a mute your, uh, unmute yourself. Okay. Cause I can't hear your question if you're muted. 
Yes, you did it. I figured it out. Woo. You did it. Excellent. How can the tarot help you? Oh my gosh. Well, first, thank you so much for calling on me, Michelle. Sure. I love the podcast. I love the chat. So nice to finally speak to everybody. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thanks for checking it all out. So my question, um, to kind of follow along with the moving theme, um, I'm a small business owner. I own my own little Etsy shop. Oh. Yeah. And this summer, I'm actually um, moving back home to take over the family farm with my eldest sister. Wow. And yeah, so we're going to, we have this huge goal and dream of having this large, self sustainable um, little country shop where we can both sell, you know, our homemade goods out of and really just kind of create a small little community for ourselves. Oh, what a dream. And yeah, it is like, and I have so much passion and so much energy um, for this idea and this pursuit. So I'm just, curious as to you know what the vibe from the cards are yeah let's take a good look at it oh wow i love that you get to merge um you know your own personal passion with this larger sort of familial responsibility this inheritance oh it looks really cool um you're very you're you're the card that came out in the center is this card in the top deck called the aeon it's sort of a riff on the judgment card, but it's much more, I think, much more powerful. It's really about stepping into a whole new era of your life. And as you do that, you step into your destiny. It's a big destiny card. It's gorgeous. Um, it definitely suggests like at first you might not fully know what you're doing. And if that's the case, don't be scared. It's sort of like this is your destiny and you can't fuck it up. It's going to be beautiful. And, you know, if you make a few you know, funny moves or something doesn't go the way you think at first, don't worry. Um, you're going to understand it by doing it. The illustration on the card is in the distance, there's an old pharaoh whose time is up. He's like moving out. And then um, closer is this like ghost of this little baby, like a child. And he's the new king. And you're like, how is this child going to like rule Egypt? But it's his destiny. He's going to grow into it and he's going to have a lot of help. So there's your metaphor. This is your destiny. Oh, I love it too. That. And that's so funny, Michelle, because the last card I drew for myself when on my daily reading, I drew the Aeon because I also. So you know. Card. Okay, awesome. Awesome. It's, so it's such a great card. I get a little chills when that card comes up. As far as your other card, the very first card that came up is Ace of Wands. So boom, like hot new beginning, creative. Um, gorgeous like yes run with it you you like you said you have so much passion for this and i mean that's going to sustain you you just got to follow that passion it's like telling you what you should be doing and then your final card is the four of wands completion and that's such a great that's just like yes you can actually give this legs right this can be a stable and sustainable thing that you can then build even more on you know so like your vision of it is possibly as visionary as it is, still maybe just the start of it. Like it could actually possibly go a lot further. Wow. That's so, that's so validating. That's such a validating reading. I thank you so much for that, Michelle. That really does solidify a lot of those inner thoughts I was having about that. That makes me very excited for the future. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I, I want everyone to be excited for the future. That's so cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, You're Michelle. welcome. And Joshua, put your Etsy link in the chat, okay? Yes, absolutely. I will. And I'm going to throw it on the Discord. Perfect. Okay, great. We'll see you there. Good night, night. everybody. My God, you guys, we've got three minutes left. And I really have to leave at seven on the dot because it's my husband's birthday tomorrow. This is his last night 
as a 33-year-old. He's had a banging Christ year. We got married. He got into this killer uh, you know, program at school. Um, he's just got lots of shit going on. And he actually started this wild newsletter. And you guys can subscribe to it if you want to. It's so, it's basically all of his weird, interesting interests that he does these deep dives on, like abandoned places or occultists or obscure writers. Um, you can, it's called Personally Curious. So if you go over to Instagram and search Personally Curious, you can learn how to subscribe to the newsletter. And if you do it like today or tomorrow, you'll get the birthday edition where he went overboard because that's what he does. And he, um, he made a Spotify playlist for it. He made, he made a crossword puzzle for it. Can you believe that? It's called Personally Curious. Thank you for asking, Jackie. And um, yeah, it's really super fun. So check it out. Jasmine, thank you for the happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all them, all the empresses out there. Um, we have two more minutes and oh my God, I got this one right here. I'm going to read it. It's, I really want to answer it because I'm just, it breaks my heart a little bit. Okay. It's a loved one. I would really like a re- reading. Okay. Duh, duh. I've been discovering some new feelings for my coworker and now I don't know how to act around him. And I also don't even know how he feels about me. The horrible part about this is he's in a relationship already. It's also been confusing because he tends to also flirt with other girls at work. And it just makes me not want to be around him at this point. I don't know what to do. Okay. I'm like, all right, who is this creep? You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, he's in a relationship. So that's just the biggest red flag in the whole entire world. Okay. Like, don't do it. Don't go after people who are in relationships. Just don't, just don't. It's so, there's just so much uh, yuckiness attached to it. But I did want to see, you know, is this guy a creep? Is he doing some weird shit? Or, you know, sometimes people have flirty personalities and they get mistaken for flirting when they're just sort of a Leo. You know what I mean? So I picked some cards. I wanted to see what this guy is about. First, and I'm picking from the, um, the, the modern witch tarot. First card is the seven of wands. She's up on a hill and she's battling people beneath her. And I'm like, okay, that's a power card, right? That's a card about having power and maintaining power. The second card, two of cups, flirty, a a dirty, flirty card, right? Two of cups. And then the final one, five of swords, the classic rider weight five of swords where, you know, the person won, but he's shady as hell. He stole everyone's swords. So I don't like this guy. I don't think he is above board. I think he probably is flirting. I think it's inappropriate uh, because it's in the workplace, A, it's it's fucking up the vibes, obviously. Look at you writing to a stranger for tarot advice. And he's in a relationship. It's no good. So, you know, you ask, you said, I don't know what to do. So I just asked the tarot, what should you do? What should you, what should, what should your stance be in the face of this guy? The very first uh, card that came up, Queen of Wands. You have to rise above him. Like, try to see him for what he is. And he, what he is is a little slimy. Um, I'm sure he's charming. I'm sure he's got his good qualities, you know, not all men, et cetera. But for all intents and purposes, you got to rise above him, okay? The next card that came up, eight of pentacles. Do your work. Keep your head down and do your work. You're there to learn skills, I hope, to pay your bills. Um, That's what you're there to do. Not get swept away by some office Lothario. Your final card, 
page of pentacles. You're still learning this. Like I, I had a young, you had a young vibe to me and the page is, is kind of confirming that there's something very young about you and you maybe haven't been in this situation before. And maybe you're having a hard time seeing this guy for what he is, but really just, you know, try to be at that workplace to learn skills, to get you out of there so that you can someday be that guy's boss. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You guys, it's 7.01. I'm one minute late for my lift. I wish I could tell you where I'm taking my husband on his secret birthday date, but I can't because I think he's listening. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you next week. Um, okay. Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store, and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live. 